Welcome to Coming Off the Reels. My name is Drew Martin. I'm Sean McLean. And I'm Roy King. And on tonight's episode, we're going to talk about the newest Disney live-action film adapted from a theme park ride. And that is apparently a genre. It is Jungle Cruise, directed by Jomé Colette Serra, who directed some of our fan-favorite episodes, like uh, The Commuter. Oh, okay. Or okay. Nonstop. Excellent. Right. Keep or, it going. I really like The Shallows, uh, because that's one of the funniest shark deaths I've ever seen. That's the one oh, Blake yeah. Lively? Yeah. Okay. I remember liking yeah, that yeah, one, yeah, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and proving that sharks are very flammable. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but he's also doing the upcoming Black Adam film. Ooh, okay, okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. That was all pretty fun right? to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Roy, where can they find us? No. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Good episode, guys. Good uh, episode. Don't forget to subscribe. All right. All right, Sean, you just finished this not long ago. I did. So uh, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners what this movie is about? Oh, boy. Okay. Um, basically, yeah. Uh, Emily Blunt uh, stars in this, and she is uh, hunting for this tear of Tears of the Moon. It's this special flower that I guess Grant you know, uh, can heal and can do a bunch of stuff. So she and her brother, played by Jack Whitehall, they enlist the help of Dwayne the Rock Johnson to help them navigate the deadly jungle uh, river to which this famed uh, tree grows, and they encounter all kinds of uh, all kinds of uh, uh, trouble and uh, mischief along the way. So sure, yeah, that's a that's it. Pretty apt in a description. Yeah. So I got to keep it tight. I got to keep right? it tight. I've been I've been told I ramble just to. Just I don't touch. know who's been telling just you lies. <laughs> I've heard your guys record without me. Oh, dang it! <laughs> All right, Roy. What did you think of the Jungle Cruise? Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was a fun adventure kind of film, a little swashbuckling kind mm-hmm. of romp, which I like. Uh, very reminiscent of. Movies that I like, like The Mummy or Pirates of the Caribbean or Indiana Jones. You put all those in a blender, and this is the movie you get. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought The Rock was great. I thought Emily Blunt was great, as always. Definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Sean, general thoughts? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty much in the same boat, no pun intended, as uh, Roy. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I, I like the chemistry between Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. I thought it was pretty good they had a good banter back and forth mm-hmm. I agree. um i mean there were some problems but i'm sure we'll get into them but on the whole i wasn't i wasn't upset that i watched it i had you know i had a lot of fun with it so like you said swashbuckling was was the term that was going around in my head especially early on and you know it was just uh yeah it was just a fun little fun little movie yeah i you know agree with both of you on this one this is like the definition of like escapist movies mm-hmm. and you know, uh, life is still a little stressful out there, and this is mm-hmm. a nice reprieve from that. Yeah. I think I agree about the chemistry. I, I kind of wondered if it would feel weird, but they were delightful together. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Just, I mean, it's stupid. <laughs> we can say that part, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so yeah. It's totally stupid. dumb. Yeah. 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 
but, but it's that right kind of dumb. Yes. And yeah. it's like really shows the figurative strength of Dwayne Johnson. Like he can carry a lot in these kinds of films. You know, yeah, like his yep. his brand of humor definitely played well with like Oh, uh, we're gonna get into the humor uh right after we tell people that they should stop <laughs> listening if they want to watch this movie. Uh so this is your warning. We're gonna actually talk about it. Uh, if you've listened, you know we don't always move sequentially, so you're not going to get like a good, you know, oh, this is a good um, telling of what this movie's about. It's going to be us jumping all over the place, and they're going to be like, wait, did they just talk about the ending first and then talk about snakes coming out of a guy's face? You damn right we did. Yeah, it's very <laughs> likely that we did. <laughs> it's so, what we do. All right, so let's get into it. Before we get into the stories... His constant dad jokes were a revelation, a thing I didn't know I needed, but apparently I do. Oh, oh so they're good. my favorite part of the movie. Oh, it was, and just the especially the first scene when he's taking out like all of the prim and proper um, people out on the first cruise, and he's just laying them, and he's like, oh, I'm trying to think. And of the they're ones. all just like, oh, stop it, oh, no! <laughs> and he can you make him stop? He's like, to stop. I can't, nah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember some of the ones that he said. I mean, I literally just watched this like 20 minutes. I know ago. I was counting on you. Um, well, the one that I it the, the one that I laughed at was actually when Jack Whitehall and Emily Blunt are on the cruise with him, and he's like, "Hey, uh, did I tell you that I dated this girl, but she was cross-eyed?" And I think I think maybe she was like seeing somebody on the side, <laughs> and like Jack Whitehall was sitting there just busting out laughing, and she's like eye rolling. Oh. <laughs> My favorite one is when they were captured by the tribe yes. and they were on the boats and he goes, yeah, this is these, they're cannibals. This taking is, back this to is headhunter country. This is headhunter country. Yeah. It's not a good place mm-hmm. to be headed. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard there because it, it, that one didn't land immediately, but he does that like, you know, pause for laugh moment. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, he's like beheaded. I- Good yeah. one. <laughs> and she's like, really? And he's like, I can't turn it off. <laughs> and, and this is where, like, you know, it's not entirely uh, unprompted. Like, the, the actual Jungle Cruise is full of these stupid, like, puns. Mm-hmm. Where, like, the, the guy who would be your guide mm-hmm. on the Jungle Cruise ride would always be telling stupid jokes about, you know, elephants are good travel companions because they've always got their trunks packed or something stupid like that, you know? So it was yep. like, okay, I'm glad that they brought that in and just kept going the entire movie. Yeah. I was worried I'd, I'd get sick of it, but I never did. Oh, I no, never I was, did. And the, the was, last one too, like at the very end of the movie, oh, I yeah. just, I loved it. I thought it was like the perfect way to end the movie. Was that her doing one? Yeah. When yeah. she ma- she makes the joke about him being like, in the car, and she makes a joke about him being exhausting, and then dri- they drive off. Oh, it's great. Yep. Loved it. Uh, it's it's hard not to uh, make the obvious comparisons. While this definitely pulls from a lot of movies we love, it's straight up The Mummy. Oh, it's 1,000% The Mummy. Mummy, Yeah, Mummy and Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, definitely, those two are heavily influenced. Well, heavily look, influenced I see the Pirates influences. I'm saying but that it's the like the mummy. You got the 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 smart librarian esque sister, scientist esque sister, right? With the wise weakling brother, correct? Seek out a lost hidden city 
in some mythical place with the guide who's like the the swashbuckler hero type. Yeah. That is the mummy to a T. Yeah, like it's not like she's like the same like yeah, same librarian bookish person. They, they even, even do, do the the, la- the ladder yes, gag. Yes. Yes. When they did the ladder gag, I was like all right, I we feel like get they it. knew what they were doing. They were yeah. just like, guys, we're doing the mummy. Just just, <laughs> just, just join us. Just yeah. come along on this adventure with us. <laughs> uh, so, you know, then they, they, they leave. And obviously, Emily Blunt, this is set, by the way, set in World War I. And we, you know, we start with, like, her brother pitching to, like, a society of scientists or explorers, adventurers. And, and at the time, they were not going to let a woman do anything Especially, I mean, they wouldn't even let her join the club, let alone like, here, take all of our information and mm-hmm. go for it. And they play that. They play that up at the end too, especially when he was like, when they were recounting like all of the things that they encountered, like the conquistadors, and like, and then there was a female. There was a tribe that was led by a female. And everybody in the audience is like, oh, what, what, females lived on a tribe. And you're like, get over yourself, 1918. Get over. Yeah. Yep. His storm out, though, was so great. Yeah. I actually really liked him in this movie. I didn't know that I would, especially at the start of it. Yes, correct. I am going to hate this guy. But by the end of it, I was all on board. He was fantastic. He he was like Weasley, but like he was earnestly Weasley. I I don't even know that he was that Weasley. I just, I feel like he was just always exasperated by his sister's antics. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. all of his luggage was hilarious. Oh, oh yeah, that was you're funny. assuming it was hers, and she's like, nah, "I've got a bag," and it's like, "What? You mean my 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 toiletries? I have to have those." And he's like, going like the rocks, like going through all this stuff. He's like, "What's this?" He's like, "Daywear and tennis rackets." Nope. Yeah, like just tossing shit into the river. And better than uh, most Disney films, like they didn't come 100 percent out and say it just 99% of the way, is that her brother is gay, and he admits as much to The Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, again, we just move on. So it's nice to, I guess, have that representation in these kind of movies, though I would still be more okay if The Rock had been like, me too! <laughs> you know, like, and yeah. don't make it, like, the sidekicky character. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, it's better than nothing, maybe. But it, it's better. I, that scene, that scene was lovely. Yes, mm-hmm. it was such oh, a touching thing. So good, and I was like, "Are they going to say it? Like, are they going to come out and say it?" Yeah, they said it. Like, they like you said, they got ninety nine percent there, and how he talked about his sister and how she stood by him and how he'll walk into a volcano with her because I was like, oh, I love all that. Yeah, the whole, they didn't make like, a joke out of it like in the Beauty and the Beast live action one. Yeah. They made right. a joke yeah, of that yeah. character and it was kind of dumb. Correct. But they well, gave they, him like some depth with it. Yeah. And the yeah. whole like the toast like to elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I loved it all. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the Emily Blunt and her brother, uh, I'm going to Lily and McGregor. Those are the brother and sister combo. They head down to the Amazon, then this little town. They need a boat. And then there's like some whole like miscommunication here that was kind of funny where they think they're renting the best in town from a really underutilized and, you know, I don't know. He didn't get to chew as much scenery as I would have liked, but like a corrupt Paul Giamatti. Are you sure he didn't chew enough scenery for you? I mean, I would have liked... He was chomping at the bit. A little he was, more. He chomped, he chomped his scenes, but like you could tell he only filmed like maybe 
three days. Yeah, yeah, you know, I was wanting more when I was like, oh, Paul Giamatti's in this? Yeah, I and thought he was great. Oh, he, he was, was fantastic. He was rocking he was that gold tooth. Character. Yeah, yeah he for was, sure. He was rocking that gold tooth. I was like, okay, okay. Uh, but it's like, oh, you know, they're trying to... A series of events take place that are, are pretty dumb in, like, you know, their escape and, like, her, like, weird swinging down the line thing. But I also really enjoy. I mean, I had a lot of fun with all of it. Like, it was yeah, cool and I thought well shot. Uh, I like the fact that, like, she's like, I can't swim. So she's trying to find some ridiculous way to get to the boat. And, like, she hops on the zip line and just, like, completely misses the boat. And I <laughs> I really enjoyed all of that. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, so, Roy, uh, of course, there's got to be a villain in a movie like this. <laughs> Do you want to talk about one of the two? You can take your pick. One of the two villains? Yeah. Who's the second one? Well, there's uh, Edgar Ramirez, old Snake Face. Yeah, we got Snake Face. But then the the Jesse. true star. Oh, yeah. Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons, who is like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to steal every single second. <laughs> Jesse Plemons was phenomenal in this. Yes. I loved every frame he was in. I know. He he plays this this German soldier who's after the the tree. You know, to win the war. That's all you need to know. Yep. But man, he commands. Oh, like you said, he just steals the whole, every scene he's in. It's he's so ridiculous. He's just, he's cartoonishly dastard. Like dastardly uh, cartoonish. Yeah. I mean, he's he, just, he, it's he, like. He understood what, what was needed and he just like got mm-hmm. it. Yes. Like him talking to the bees was so <laughs> freaking funny. There's like, show me on the map and then he looks at his soldiers and like oh, is he taking order from bees oh man it was so good right he played it like a cartoon character which is what you wanted yes uh, you don't need to make it like an an actual like evil german soldier but like when he like they pop up in this is it the amazon or is it the I, congo Con- i think it's the congo i don't know they're in brazil i think so wherever uh, right that yeah, I, I think that's. I think that would maybe be the is, Amazon. Yeah. Oh. Maybe I. But uh, he's got a submarine going down this river, which is ridiculous enough. But then they just like pop up in the town, and he's just like waving at them, and it's just because it's him. It's so much funnier than it would be with a lesser actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't so, love when he's like shooting off a turret, and he's like singing like a German like. I don't, I, was it like Beethoven or like he's humming something like a battle hymn or something, but he's like humming and conducting along as he's firing this ridiculous sized turret yeah. from the He looked like sun. he was having a blast. Oh, yes. yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, so, but he is uh, going after this as well. And so this is when they introduce uh, the cursed conquistadors who originally went after the Tears of the Moon mm-hmm. and... You know, they tell in flashback that these guys are going after it and that the, the the local people placed a curse on them, basically saying that, like, they were tied to the river and to the jungle. Uh, but when we see them, like, there are, like, these weird statues buried in the roots of a tree. And he puts a couple of drops of the river water on them. They come back to life. And then they blow a dam and fill this hole with water and they come out but man for a guy who's afraid of snakes 
This movie had a lot of snakes in it. Had a lot. Yep. Had a lot. Thankfully, Especially. they looked very much like <laughs> cartoons. Oh, like every oh, yeah. every animal in this was pretty cartoony. Yeah, uh, especially the, uh, the CG animals weren't one hundred percent perfect, except for the the scorpion battling the tarantula, um, yeah. which yeah. is one of the most horrific images I can imagine. So scary. Guys. That's it. That's one of the jokes I remember now. The uh, the toucan. And it's like, oh How yeah. How did you get the, from A to B? Because you're talking about the CGI animals, and like <gasps> okay, it just gotcha. it kicked me off when I was, oh yeah. I'm like, I remember the toucans because like they did the whole thing where the spider ate the, or like the scorpion ate the spider and the spider got eaten by the toucan and then the toucans are like trying to fight over the spider. And then as they're going through the jungle cruise, uh, the rocks like, Oh, you know, that's a favorite game, but it's like only two can play that game. And then I'll just kind of look yeah. at him. He's like, get it. Cause there's two birds and two can. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Oh, uh, but you can't play alone. Two can. Uh. <laughs> and they're oh. just like, uh, wonderful every yes. time wonderful yeah but i i will oh, say back to yeah. snake face oh sorry go ahead <laughs> yeah no i was gonna say back to the cg like the over-reliance in cg in this movie was it was pretty pretty heavy pretty heavy cg laden but like especially the animals yeah we're never namely get back to that yeah namely the the tiger i oh, jaguar. Tiger. jaguar jack oh, was it jaguar i thought it was yeah. a okay tigers um, are not indigenous to south america that's that is news to me. So I'm I'm learning on this show right? as well. Um, they didn't have stripes, clearly, on spots. <laughs> oh my god! That's a that's a giveaway. You know, are you even a zoologist, Sean? <laughs> I I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something to you guys. I did not take zoology in college. I, I thought you were gonna say that I didn't I, I didn't watch I didn't finish this movie. <laughs> no, you know, I finished when it. you I gave finished. me your resume to be on this show, I distinctly <laughs> remember that you said I had my master's in zoology working towards my PhD. Uh, did I say I didn't? take a class i took several classes is he what audited. i meant to say yeah <laughs> yep okay uh, uh, but, uh but anyway the yeah the jaguar was super super duper cg yeah yeah uh get back to snake face roy uh yeah so snake face is the leader of and this is where it really turns into like pirates of the caribbean a little bit um the the cursed conquistadors all reawaken led by um Edgar Ramirez, who's turned into like this snake monster, he he turns into snakes and can control them or something. Yeah, and then all of his face. band all have like different things. Like one of them is like mud, another one's bees, another one's like a tree. Yeah. So that's like super pirates, which mm-hmm. I liked. I thought that that was yeah. All I thought it cool. was cool. Yeah, it worked fantastical. Well for this. Yeah. The bee guy I thought looked pretty, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I also like that they only had like four or five of them like yeah. it wasn't an army yeah. of them yeah yeah did you guys uh see the reveal of him being no. part of them go go, go for Not it now though go ahead and explain oh so you, you just come to find out you know throughout the after the conquistadors are um introduced that um the rocks character frank uh, is actually Francisco, who was part of this original band of conquistadors, and then you find out like the history of why they are cursed and stuff. So he's been alive for 400 years, and his own personal mission, which is pretty sad, is to find one of these leaves so he can break his curse so he can finally die. Um, but 
Yeah, I, um, I was I was really surprised by that twist. Yeah, yeah and I was like, should I have seen that coming? Like, I wonder if there's more clues along the way that I didn't pick up on. But I thought it was a great twist. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the only thing like early on, like he said something along the lines of like, he can't leave the the water like the the river for some reason like he he said like he's been here for a long time or something like that and i think that was the only real clue that he had that he was part of this yeah group of conquistadors but like other than that yeah you had no they really kept that one under wraps as far as like him being one of them yeah. i think he was mm-hmm. actually edgar ramirez's brother is what they revealed it as I couldn't tell if it was like a brother or like his yeah. best friend. brother in arms, or just like a brother. Yeah, like they were they were just really close. And, I couldn't I couldn't tell. And I even enjoyed that you know they painted the Edgar Ramirez conquistador as more than just like I just want to come in there and ravage this land. It was he had a sick daughter and he wanted the tears of the moon as a way to heal her. And when he found this this group of like natives they healed all of the conquistadors and they're like, you know, it shows them like playing and getting along. And they're like, I need this for my daughter. And when they say no, that's when he burns it yeah. all to the ground. And it's, yeah. you know, it, but they it, go from like hanging out to burning down the place pretty quickly. Oh, well, <laughs> I, mean, it, 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 I mean, he's not, but cool, if they were like, like, still if they're like, no, you have to let your daughter die. You know, I mean, you know, that that would probably flip a switch in me as well. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. A little sense of urgency. But he, like, accidentally kills the chief, and then all of his friends just, like, are like, well, I guess we're just destroying this village. They're and like, they are we doing this? Just, like, we're doing this. <laughs> like, okay. Finally! Hey! Uh, yeah, but yeah. obviously not Francisco. took. He did not take part. Right, right. No. So he didn't get the the mega curse of being, like, Locked in monster. this cave yeah. thing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I think they did a good job of, you know, explaining that part of the reason that all of these people, like, they're all part of the curse, like, even the rock, but it was the other guys had been trapped. Like, the rock is the one who sets up the the way of, because tra- they, they show the sequence where, you know, they've been fighting each other for hundreds of years. And he's like, I've been stabbed so many times. And mm-hmm. just, you know, so he came up with a trap to put them all away from the river. And so it was like over the years of that, like that's when like the jungle started to reclaim them. And that's why they're all have their weird jungle powers, which I, yeah. I thought was a I way like- to be like, okay, the rock can still just be the rock mm-hmm. and all these guys can be monsters. Yeah. And it kind of makes sense mm-hmm. as yeah, much I as I believed it, it. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. Well, uh, what else? What else was good? What else did you guys like? Or the parts that you thought were really stupid in this? Uh, I, for for me, like I I did enjoy the like I said the chemistry between The Rock and Emily Blunt, but I don't know. For me, I think they went too Disney with it and like actually got them like together. And I kind of wish they would just have been like contemporaries. Like they would have been just like travelers or like explorers or something like that i don't know that i necessarily needed them had to have like a romantic relationship i just like the back and forth between the two of them I like the banter was great but i'm like it had to go disney where it's like okay the male and the female leads have to get together in the end i mean they did kind of set it up and they did said like there was kind of an attraction but like 
I don't know. For me, like I, I kind of wish it would have been just like they had like a friendship. I don't know that I necessarily need a, like a romantic relationship between the two of them. Um, and it, it, it didn't really work out for me. Like, especially when they had like the final, like the big kiss when they got reunited, I was like, mm, like this, this doesn't, <laughs> it's not working for me. I'm like, I, I, the payoff wasn't great for that. Like it was just, like I said, the, the back and forth, the, the riffing off each other was great. But then when they came together and I was like, I don't know that I need this. The other side of that, though, uh, for me, respectfully, I did enjoy their romantic kind of storyline. And I liked that he was he wanted to to die like he was ready to let go. But he found like a new like he found new hope or he found like a new way to live. And he actually like was saved by her and like this connection. So he wanted to keep living and explore what the rest of the world you know, has to offer because he's, he's had to live on the river this whole time. And so he never has seen any, you know, never seen anything. So I, I liked it. I thought it was sweet. You can still have that same sentiment. You can still say, have that same, that connection, but I'm like, I don't know. I just, it would have been just like if she, if he had just met her and then like, Hey, you know what? You're great. And everything. Like, I just want to go explore the world with you. Not necessarily like I want to be in a relationship with you. I don't know. It's like for me, like just like the whole romantic, like denouement when they kiss and everything like that. It just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't work for me, for me. But I do, I did like, like you said, he has a renewed purpose. He has a renewed, you know, ambition to go out and see the world just beyond the jungle. So I, also like the romance. Uh, no, I'm don't, on an island. I'm on an island. It's I, fine. I just it's feel fine. like if, if this fine. is a movie that is pulling largely from those old serials, then at the end you kind of want to see the heroes get together. Um, I'm not saying I would have had a problem if they hadn't, but I also feel like specifically with Dwayne Johnson is that we don't really ever see him like I, I've read a lot about how many of his characters almost played like asexually like he doesn't have like you think about fast and furious where everybody's hooking up with someone and he doesn't really have like he doesn't have romantic pairings in films largely mm-hmm. you know so he'll be he'll be in like a skyscraper where he has like oh i have a child or fast and furious where i have a child but you don't really see the relationship and so for him to finally kind of get the girl is unusual for him as an actor uh, but in this movie specifically, I liked that kind of part of the end of it is that he's like, oh, I'm going to sacrifice myself. They're in this like uh, underwater cave that has been drained out and he crashes his bro- boat into this wall that essentially blocks the river so that he and all the other villains will be completely removed from the water and they'll go back into that weird, you know, like trapped Stasis state. kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah and and you know they also mentioned that this is like a a fate worse than death it's like just being trapped in a hellish purgatory and so she saves him in that moment like she they the tree it can only bloom under the right circumstances and like there's one flower left and she makes the choice to not take it back for the scientific community but to save him and you know, they had a conversation earlier about, you know, 
basically, you know, yes, there's a world out there, but like finding a person who can be world enough for you. And like when he's about to sacrifice himself, he talks to her brother. He's like, tell Lily she would have been world enough for me too. And I thought that was beautiful. And I don't mm-hmm. think that would have landed in a platonic friendship relationship. And I just, I, I don't know. Like, I thought that was a very sweet moment. And it would have been fine either way if it had been them, like, riding off into the sunset as friends. That also would have been fine. But I didn't have a problem with the romantic pairing. Like I said, it just, it's specifically just when they kiss. I don't know. It just didn't, like, that chemistry evaporated for me. Like, everything else between the two of them was great. And then that happened. And I was like, hmm, this just doesn't look right. Like, he's just a hulking man, and, like, he just, like, envelops her completely. And it's like, I don't know. It just, I don't know. For me, it didn't work. But everything else, like, their chemistry and their camaraderie, A+. plus. I loved everything about the two of them. Do you know the the thing about the scene where she saves him? So she's got the flower, and it's this big swelling moment, and she's like, I'm going to give it to him. And she, you know, feeds it to him or whatever. And then they wait for, like, 10 seconds and they're like well i guess it doesn't work and then they just walk away they just like (laughs) give up i'm like you didn't even give him a minute yeah (laughs) the tight the tiger or the jaguar sitting there going like yo get back oh my god that was so fucking sad like they just walked away and proxima just like proxima's eyes were welling up when he talks about how he's like always had basically always had a proxima Uh, i was like that sequence was cute i was like that's lovely yeah and And he's like but you're my favorite kitten yeah. yeah, cheetah kitten. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. And it's like, but you're my favorite cat. And then like, Proxima saves him from going over the boat. Like when he's trying to reach for the pedal, and it's like, you are my favorite cat ever. I the so the introduction of Proxima, like that bar fight with the with the jaguar. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is the point of this? And I'm like, this is stupid. And then when you know when. The jaguar shows up on the boat, and it was like a scheme. Then I was like, oh, uh, "All right, I, all right, I'm I back won, in." <laughs> I I 100% was like, "That's definitely the rocks." Oh yeah, like I was like, I know that. Like it's just so random for a jaguar to show up in a bar. I'm like, "That's gotta yeah." Be. Uh, I didn't think about I didn't think about it. I was just like, "Why the hell is there a jaguar in this bar? And why are they rolling around on the ground?" <laughs> well, just like, like I was like, "Come it, on, Disney, this is a little crazy." <laughs> It, like I said, it was just so random for like a jaguar to pop up, and I'm like, it has to be, has to be the rocks jaguar, and especially because he was like trying to get Emily Blunt to enlist his help so that he could get paid to get his engine back, and I was like, gotta be, gotta be what's going on here. So uh, I like ultimately where it ended up, and I like uh, Jack Whitehall's like relationship that grew with, yeah. with Proxima. Yeah, like initially being very scared, and the first time he pet her, he was like. I'm going to pet you, and you are not going to eat me. <laughs> what does he call her? A, a, a murder cat? Is that what he... Murder, murder, murder cat? cat. I think that <laughs> sounds, sounds about right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's then, all lovely. And then uh, one of my favorite parts, too, is when uh, Frank has to... He wants to get the arrowhead. Like, there's a special arrowhead that uh, Emily Blunt's character has that she steals... And that's basically what kind of catapults this whole thing is like it it tells where the tiers of the moon are at. Um, and so the rock like has a secret kind of agenda that we don't know fully at this point. But he's like he tells Proxima like, OK, I need you to go get that arrowhead. And <laughs> he's going to like 
Proxima's gonna go get it, and then all of a sudden, like a bottle of wine cracks open, and <laughs> he just starts <laughs> drinking it, drinking and drinking, and then she comes up and it's like, "Do you have the Arrowhead?" And she's like, kind of wobbling around. He's like, opens her mouth and smells her breath. He's like, "Are you drunk? Really? You are just the worst." Drunk and, jaguar. <laughs> and then like, but with that scene, it's cut in like everybody's getting seasick. So <laughs> then you got like Jack Whitehall and Emily Blunt throwing up off the side of the boat. And then Proxima comes out and she's wobbling around. And it's like, are you drunk? And then she throws up and then passes out. And you're just like, it, it just all worked together. Like everybody's yeah. getting sick. I could have done boat. without the puking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did like the, you know, there certainly is like a, uh, uh, the mystery around Frank because when he realizes like that she has the arrowhead, like he is willing to take her down the river for less money and all of this and, you know, you're like, oh, what's what's the twist? What's he? Why does he need this? And you know, she, uh, Emily Blunt, Lily has this map, and she keeps talking about like, oh, you know, so good. Like this map was so detailed, and it turns out that he, uh, when he was the conquistador, that he was the cartographer, and that he was like the one who made all of these maps. And at one point, she breaks into his uh, room on the boat. And she sees all these maps that are just like hers. And I liked that revelation that he made these maps because he's been looking for these tears for hundreds of years. And that's how he made, like, he knew the river, like, the back of his hand for a reason. Again, like, mm -hmm. it was a little thing, but it made sense why he knows this land better than anyone else. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he even I said, agree. like, she... Emily Blunt's like drawing a monkey. He's like, eh, it's a little, it's it's okay, it's good, you know, it's not bad. And the he's perspective's like, off. Pers yeah, yeah. And then she's like, oh, did you used to draw? He's like, ah, I used to draw a little bit, and but like, but then I took up something new, like playing the guitar and everything. Like I mastered drawing, so I just took up playing the guitar, and I was like, that's that's. I like how they eventually, like you said, reveal that he was a yeah. cartographer, mm -hmm. so he was drawing. It's like. Yeah, he's a pretty good drawer. I like pretty that. Pretty good. I like that scene you mentioned because she gets angry because he's correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, all right. Any 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 final thoughts on this? I I I I do have one final thought. I know I'm just answering my own question. Guys, his Willy Wonka purple suit in London at the end <laughs> is amazing. I loved it. Yeah. She was rocking a pretty pretty good suit as well but i love it like I he's love wearing a nickname. purple top hat guys yeah yeah but i love like his whole nickname for her the whole time is pants like he's like so caught up with the fact that a woman is wearing pants that he's like it just becomes like her thing it's like hey pants get over here and it's just it's <laughs> i don't know it's funny it was just a funny thing for me yeah yeah i thought it was funny too yeah i just uh you know the reviews were positive you know, for the most part, not a crushing critical favorite or, you know, favorite, but uh, box office wise, it did have a tough time. You know, this, it's, it's tough to know. It's tough to know if it was people just didn't want to watch it. Disney is not as forthcoming with, you know, how many people got it on their, uh, the Disney plus app. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they revealed some stuff about Black Widow, but, you know, after the Scarlett Johansson stuff, they might keep that stuff a little closer to the vest as far as how much they're making on this side hustle type thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I feel like they did that just to, 
I guess mitigate maybe they thought like oh it only made 80, 80 million at the box office and it's like well we also pulled in 60 I guess to like I don't know to kind of show that they were successful and it wasn't just a major major flop but sure. I, I think you're right they probably will dial that back a little bit it's like well maybe we don't need to divulge that much information yeah and I hope that it I hope it did well enough that if they chose to make more of these they could because I'm all in like I'll watch these two go on another adventure Mm-hmm. Uh, happily. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. Uh, all right. Guys, I asked before, before I cut you off, do you guys have any final thoughts? Strong recommendation? Yeah, uh, it's cute. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Yeah. If you're I just mean, in the mood for a good adventure movie, fire it up. Yeah, if you're, I mean, a Disney fan, like, it, it's, it's pretty Disney formulaic, but it works. Like, it, it's not, like, tired. Like, it's, it, there's are definitely some twists and turns. Um, yeah, I it, I really had a great time with it. So, yeah. and you know, sometimes you know formulas work for a reason. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people will complain about that. You know, oh, all these movies feel the same, or all the Marvel movies feel the same. Like, you know what? I like the Marvel movies. So, mm-hmm. if I if I want a different thing, I'll go watch Pig again. But right, you know, so to each their own. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Roy. Where can they find us? Uh, you find us on our website, comingoffthereels.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Coming Off The Reels, and on Twitter, at Off The Reels. Just go say hi to us and give us a follow there. Uh, if you have any suggestions on any future episodes you like uh, to see us do, give us an email, comingoffthereels at gmail.com. Um, supporting the show is very, very easy. Wherever you like to listen, um, Rate and review, please, the uh, subscribe button. Just smash that, bad boy. Uh, that's the very best way uh, to support us. The We also have some merchandise on our website, so also check that out. Uh, I want to thank Josh Rodenberg for our original theme. And uh, Sean, welcome back. It's been, it's been a long time since we've had um, all of us recording together, um, so it's nice to have you back, buddy. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh quite a recovery process but i am i'm, I'm inching ever closer to 100 percent. so yeah ryan tried to carry the mantle <laughs> of like now i'm gonna take five minutes and we're gonna talk about this one thing that doesn't matter at all and it just he, he, he doesn't have your uh charm I, hey i try i try i gotta i gotta contribute something to this podcast you, you so. can't teach it no you know some uh, people are just born with it so right? what, can I say? <laughs> what can i say all right. Well, but, until uh, next time. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something else? No, I'm, 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 I'm trying to keep things more dialed in. I'm, I'm working on it. But every once in a while, man, I got to like, ramble. I like, got to ramble. Sean's got a Sean. I am. Each of yeah. us, just like this show, is a work in progress. So, <laughs> you know, we can all we can do is the best we can do. So, right. Uh, until next time, my name is Drew Martin. I'm Sean McLean. And I'm Roy King. And this has been Coming Off the Reels.